Yo, what's up, man? Hello, Yusuf. Yusuf, how you doing, man? Hello, Yusuf. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right, you know this is my, you know this is my podcast. Uh, I made this about, I made this about a year ago, but I didn't, you know, I had some episodes on here that I didn't really, you know, um, publish. But you know, I'm back on it. Um, so, you know, uh, I got a couple questions, you know, from for you and me to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna do first thing we're gonna do. We're gonna do it. We're gonna address, you know, the cancel culture. You know, that's just you know something we see on on you know Twitter, mainly Twitter. You know, um, can you give me some insight on on what you you feel that cancel culture is? Um, I think cancel culture is just uh mostly a part of uh just a consequence of uh people's actions for real, for real. Um, mm. like uh, I can I can respect you know uh people going out their way to like uh. For example, if someone posts something on their uh, like racist on their Twitter, I can understand someone mm-hmm. contacting a job because this could affect your life in a numerous types of ways. You know, it's your right. community, and especially Twitter, we're all trying to build like a a better country, a better community around us. Mm, exactly. Uh, do you, Do you believe it works? Uh, I believe it works when it happens. Currently, uh, when people are picking the past of other people, uh, like going 10 years back, I think that's where it's a little fidgety because mm-hmm. we don't know the personal growth of everybody. Like uh, like you right. said, you started this podcast, but you never published. Like I, I wouldn't have known the work you were putting in prior to that. So I don't know your personal growth. Right. Uh, so right. that's when things get a little fudgy. Uh, sometimes seeing someone's past, though, can tell you what they are in their present. But uh, sometimes it could also just show you where they came from or what they're building. You know, I, I do agree with that. Um, uh, do you feel that it's you know it can be abusive? People can abuse the you know the cancel culture. Oh, for sure, people harass people. I I see people harassing people on Twitter all the time, even after you know everything they've been through. Uh, yeah. yeah, people are bullies, but it's okay. Now, this is this is a real good one. Uh, uh, do you believe that uh, any any anybody that's famous or you know or, or not is above criticism? You think anybody's above criticism? Well, I don't think I don't think anybody's above criticism. But if you if you especially if you have a platform, you're gonna be there's gonna be more people interacting with you and more you're more enabled to the criticism. You know, that's just what comes with. That's just the consequences of what what type of job you're doing, you know. Yeah. Um, see, my my thing with that is, you know, it every you know everybody has their thing with who they want to criticize. You know, for example, you know the Beehive. You know, that's the Beyonce fan base. Yeah, yeah. You know the, you know the ones that want to defend every rapper and stuff. See, with me. I don't care who you are. I, I know I learned from a young age that the people who seem to be doing the most are always the ones who, who's trying to make up for something they did wrong in the past or something they're currently doing. I I I, I realized that, so I'm always keen on on finding out the, the ulterior motive of why they're doing something. Yeah. You know, um, 
you know, for for example, it, like um, let's say you know the whole thing with Jay with Jay Z. You know, I, I love Jay Z. He's a great rapper, and you know, and all mm-hmm. this, this this other stuff. You know, but when I didn't like when he did when he was sitting next to Roger Goodell talking about Kaepernick and he should uh how how you know okay the kneeling has has happened now what yeah. you know I, I didn't I felt like he was just facilitating their ideas about Colin to the world and there he was just a figure there you know so he was just a figure there just to show us oh, you know? and okay, I felt like okay. you know, yeah I see what you're saying people yeah people felt like he can't be criticized oh, it's Jay Z I don't care who he is you know and the people would ask me what if it was Drake I said Listen, I, I'm not a. I, I'm never going to find anybody, but mm. you know, um, if you're wrong, you're wrong. And I felt that Jay Z was wrong. Most of the black people think he was wrong. You know, some people had their opinions. That's cool, but I felt that, you know, we should we should have stood behind. You know, well, other people, the black people community should should have stood stronger behind Colin Kaepernick rather than to to discredit everything that he's done. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you. Uh... Especially if uh, we're going to, um, since we're trying to go against the establishment, which is uh, the systemic racism mm-hmm. above them, we're going to have to be fighting. We're going to have to make sure we're doing the things correctly in the right way. And, you know, everybody has their different way of what they see. But as a community, we still have to judge ourselves and each other sometimes, not on everything, but on on right. issues that uh we see is important but there's there's mm-hmm. two parts to that that i found interesting um there's two that uh there are people that uh are popular that what they say is uh people just agree with no matter what and uh right. so i can see that and then there's also a second part where um in your culture uh if you have like a beehive or some sort of thing uh they just agree with anything they say for example um with LeBron, I love LeBron and what he said on Black Lives Matter, but mm-hmm. he spoke on China and uh, he, I feel like as the, what I've seen of his actions, he was influenced more so about money when he criticized, uh, I think some um, owner said he agreed with the Hong Kong protests and LeBron said he doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't have the information, which you don't, mm-hmm. he, LeBron doesn't know what he knows. And the Hong Kong protests, there's millions of people protesting out there. But he wants to he right. wants to agree with Black Lives Matter, but not the Hong Kong protests. So I I don't right. think anybody's above criticism, uh, mm. especially with our own community. Uh, but sometimes you know, for example, the conversation between um, Jay Paul and uh, No Name, No Name, yeah, yeah. that that conversation was kind of silly at first. You know, it wasn't really necessary. But the art that came from it, both their sides, like No Name's beautiful rap and Mm -hmm. J. Cole's beautiful, like they're just expressing themselves. The art that came about it was fantastic. Uh, Right. So sometimes, you know, a silly conversation can sometimes turn into something beautiful too. Right. You know what? And and about that, like I said, I I honestly don't know who No Name was, but, you know, I I actually, you know, started listening to music and she's pretty good. See, Mm -hmm. that's what I like. Did you, did you, did you like her uh, rap against J. Cole? Like her little, her little. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I liked it, you know, um, you know, but my my first 
thought was like, what, you know, I'm looking like what she said. What she said was not wrong at all. Mm-hmm. She, she, and she makes some good points that you can't be, you can't say you for the people and be a, a black capitalist, which I, I definitely agree, agree with. You can't try to tell black people underneath of you to, you know, um, you know, support them, and then they're not getting the same support that you want mm-hmm. from them. You know what I'm saying? And it's whether it's the money, whether it's the attention. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, J. Cole made a point. He made a point. He did say that, you know, how about you educators? Because, like I said, and some people say, well, it's not their, it's not her job to educate. That's true. It's not her job. But this is this is the thing with black people is that they we like to we like to, you know, go at each other because we feel like, oh, well, you know, he wants to be wrong. You know, he wants me to be wrong, so I'm not going for it. And, and all, it's not even about that. It's about finding a, a common ground. You know, J. Cole made sense. I didn't understand, you know, why would they even arguing in the first place? It wasn't me versus no name, and I'm on J. Cole's side. I didn't know why they would. It didn't make sense. Both of them was kind of, you know, you know, I thought it was like childish. But like you said, once you start looking at, like, the real problem, the real problem was that, you know, he – he even had some, some you know, some doubts about himself. Was like, you know what? I feel like I'm not even doing enough. Like the last line he said in the song was about, you know, he said like a guy said something to him like, "Hey, J. Cole, you know, thanks for your work." And he was, and you know, subconsciously to himself, he was, he said that, you know, he felt like he wasn't doing enough. Mm-hmm. You know, he got the money and the fame, but you know, it just it don't it doesn't feel like he's making a big of an impact, and you know. And like I said, there's, there's, you know, and it gives a perspective of a of a black man who was at the bottom and and went to the top, and now he he feels obligated to his community, but he still doesn't feel that he's doing enough, even with all the money mm-hmm. in the world, mm-hmm. and and that's and that's beautiful right there. That that makes and that always tell people that money is not going to save you individually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's never gonna. It's never gonna get put you at peace. I promise you. A lot of people, a lot of greedy people, a lot of lost people will feel like they're gonna be, they're gonna be, you know, uh, fed spiritually and mentally with that money, but it it, it won't bring you peace. Yeah, of mind. right, right. I agree with them. But um, let, let us move on to the to the to the next topic. That was, that was um, beautifully let, said, though. Uh, I think that's definitely uh, an important topic that uh, people should talk about. Uh, not even only in the black community, but in as America as a whole. Uh, right. I think uh, anything that affects the black community uh, normally trickles down to the entire community of America. Exactly. So, I, 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 told, I always tell people, you fix the black people, you fix the yeah, black people. Yeah. Fix what's been done to us, you fix everything. Exactly, else. yeah. Um, but yeah, let, let's address the, the next uh, topic. Uh, this, this is a funny topic to me. Um, Let's address the coon. <laughs> we have to because I don't like it. I mean, okay, the first question I'm going to ask you, you know, what does a coon do to be a coon? I mean, do you understand what a yeah, coon is? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, You know, I think, uh, I think a lot of people, a lot of people have a different way of thinking and they like to go against the grain a lot of times. So I find, so I feel right. like a lot of people are, are, are like that, and I don't think it's necessarily bad. But then when they ignore mm-hmm. the facts, and and the truth is when that becomes a problem. You know, 
like for example uh when people ignore like the stats on um black people getting shot three times more likely than a white person and just to ignore mm-hmm. police brutality as a as a whole uh that's when i i see community because the numbers don't lie and, mm-hmm. and those numbers aren't lying you don't even need numbers you could i feel like even if you personally haven't experienced it, you can still, at some point in your life, seen other people experience. And if you're not, you're just you're just keeping your head down and walking. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I think it's I, I think it's the defense mechanism. I think it's it's one of those those ways that you can kind of remove yourself from the from the negative image of the black person that that's mm. been you know depicted. I, I think that's it, it separates. You know, um, it separates the idea of you know being in in the reality of black people. A lot of black people don't want to be black. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and when when I mean what that means, that means struggling to overcome. A lot of people feel like they don't they shouldn't struggle, which I feel like we none of us should struggle. But when one brother's down, you know, what I'm saying we down with the brother, bring mm-hmm. them up. That that's that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. That's just how I. Feel. I feel about it. Um, you know, like, and another question I want to ask you, do you feel like, um, do you feel like uh, uh, pandering to white America has a deeper meaning to it? Uh, we we mean by that? I mean, pandering, like, you know, you see these, these black Trump supporters and they, and they, they're very, they're very, uh, fundamental on making it blacks for Trump and not black people agreeing with Trump. It's blacks for Trump. Mm-hmm. You see yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's, right. So, yeah, it's, it, there's, a, there's actually, I think there's like a, a high-ranking uh, Jew that uh, also worked with like Hitler as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. I know there, there, there will always be people of your community that are trying to be on the other side uh sometimes they're trying to what they see is like okay if they're gonna take power let me at least do what we can you know what i mean that's their train of thought even though it, mm-hmm. it's always been you know this has been a lifelong conversation throughout history you know it's not the first time mm-hmm. uh, some people see being within the establishment to help out even though it could cause more harm they think they're doing better uh mm-hmm. and then there's always people that are uh you know, saying they're uh, on the other side of that. They're going like, we're, we're going to work from outside of there, you know. Um, and usually the winners write the history, of course. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I, I come to this thought. Uh, what is this obsession with, you know, a fact, the fact versus being emotional, uh, emotional narrative, you know, like let's say when a black person gets mistreated, mm-hmm. you know, um, people, you know, coons on Twitter, you know, whatever say, you know, black people are so gullible and emotional, you know, um, like you know, you know, uh, Everett, you know, Everett, <laughs> and he's not the only yeah, one, nah, you nah. know. But I, I, I really want to understand and really get deep down into that. Um, like what? What do you feel about that? That that being emotional versus the fact. Uh, I think um, one thing, personal. This is just a personal opinion. Um, and this also may not be correct or anything like that. Uh, but for right now, from what I've seen, um, I think a uh, 
religion being personally, I think religion being lacked in America in um, certain cultures, uh, mm-hmm. people get less empathetic in some sort of way. Not less empathetic, but uh, uh, they they don't see a certain perspective on why we have to be more entirely. Sometimes not. I'm not saying factual, but more reality based, more in actually interacting with the community, you know. And uh, ben- trying to benefit the community through that. Uh, some people see it as though uh, if you, in America, they say if you have the money and you do everything right, it equals success no matter what. But that's not like, right. and I think religion always reminds people that uh, there's a clause in a lot of contracts called act of God when nature affects people. It's just a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really meant for anything, but that that's how life is though an act of God can happen at any point in time that disrupts you. And that's when as a community, you pull together like this COVID thing, you're supposed to pull together and work together at that time. And I think a lot of people think fat based, which science, science can be wrong at all times. A lot of times it's a theory, you know, and, but but people assume it's, it's the best of knowledge that we have at this point in time, you know, and you have to work with the Mm -hmm. best of knowledge at that time, of course. But at the same time, there's going to be negative effects of it because you might not always be right. Mm, but uh, exactly. but people, but people like Everett. Now, I, my brother, my brother's a critical thinker. This man, mm-hmm. like people that are critical thinkers, uh, that are very uh, that are not. I'm not saying smarter, but very logic based and all that. Uh, they first usually in their at least what I've seen with my brother, they usually deny everything. They de- they right. literally <laughs> deny everything, and then yeah. once they literally have full conclusional proof, that is when they accept it. Now, when it comes to Einstein and all those people that are prophets of science, they have mm-hmm. more faith in those prophets of science than the prophets of religion and other things. Sometimes, not always, but and that yeah. and those people, the ones that are listening to the prophets of science uh they they try and use that but i've seen i i've seen him ignore police brutality and that was numbers right there so sometimes they're just straight up just ignoring stuff you know they they come right. to their conclusion after ignoring and then once they feel as those right is when they do it critical thinkers are necessary though they really are because i don't critically think at all so my brother brings me back to earth sometimes right um you know, my my vision on this, you know, uh, I, I'm a critical thinker too, but I, I think critically thinking, I think about the person more than the situation. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I want both parties, even if one could be a white supremacist and a, you know, a black person, I want both parties to, to see both sides. But I want the person who's been always negatively affected you know, by the cause to be um, reconciled with, um, with you know, um, comfort. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, my first thing to do is it's, it's a comfort a person. So, you know, black people, we are emotional. Yes, we are. You see it in our religion. You see it in our music. You know, the music that they love, mm-hmm. they see it in there. They see it in the, in the, fa- in the, the hairstyles, the, you know, the clothing, the fashion, the shoes, you know, everything we do is emotional. You know, we R and B, rhythm and blues, you know, soul, mm-hmm. hip hop. You know, it, it's it's our identity. 
So, you know, when I see a brother saying that, like, you know, you know, you're so emotional, you're so, I'm supposed to be emotional. I'm a human being. Understand that logic, it doesn't, it doesn't always, you know, it doesn't always solve everything. Mm-hmm. You know, logically, a lot of logically, and logically, you know, people shouldn't be homeless. Logically, people, you know, kids shouldn't go hungry. Um, you know, logically, black people shouldn't be killed by the police. You know, unjustly, mm-hmm. logically, but it. But you see, it happens. Nobody ever, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. wants to unpack logic. Everybody wants to unpack logic until it's time to really unpack why you're using the logic. You're using it to defend white supremacy. Mm-hmm. See, this is. I'm going in the social aspect of it. You know, a lot of people want to do all this science and shit. I don't care about that. I don't. But not right now. I don't care about. It. Like I said, this is about black people. This is about our discography. Mm-hmm. This is about who we are, you know. Um, so when I when I see people say, you know, we're gullible, emotional, excuse us for being caring people. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, sometimes and sometimes, you know, I do say I do care too much. You know what? Even though that person is wrong, I still care for them. Doesn't mean that I I don't hold them accountable, but I still feel, you know, uh, uh, something of, of of grief and, and and you know, and I feel like I'm guilty because. You know, I can't help that person, even if they did wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, and that—that's just—that's just me. You know, everybody doesn't think like that. No, uh, I, I, I agree. That- uh, the black community in general, um, like you said, is emotional. You can hear it throughout all of our aspects of our life. And uh, whenever I talk to someone of the black community, their emotional intelligence is normally like on a hundred. Like, uh, uh, they like. Uh, we're, we're not not all of the communities for sure are educated but uh emotional mm-hmm. intelligence wise I, I that is unanimous i feel like uh throughout the community which is pretty good i think it's definitely positive uh yeah for sure um but that's that that's yeah. because it comes from discomfort you know um exactly come from all the, the years of pain mm-hmm. so all we know is that is to love each other but you know it has it's been more you know um divisiveness than, than love, you know, which within the community. But you know, somehow we always we always come back to it. You know, we always come back to the to the love, you know, with you know, cookouts, you know, it, like I said, all this stuff, you know, our our, our blackness, it's in America. You, you it's just it's in the music, it's in the movies, you know, all of this 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 thing and you used to think about all the black movies you know about the wood, love and basketball, boys in the hood, uh, um, uh, the fight and temptations, um, the five heartbeats. I don't know if you've seen those movies, but mm-hmm. all of those revolve around either music or the neighborhood of black mm-hmm. people, how we operate. Every every other movie in, in from from different cultures, white people, I, I had never seen a movie. Where a white person was in a bad neighborhood and they had so many tragedies as a black as a as a as a black person. Like mm-hmm. I see movies mm-hmm. about dogs and the dogs are preferably I mean preferably white. Let's be in a white family, you know. I've never seen no Beethoven in the hood, <laughs> you know. And even it like, you know what I'm saying? Even with the like just look, let's give you an example for the leprechaun movies, right? Every leprechaun movie was about the leprechaun. When the leprechaun went into the black neighborhood, it was leprechaun in the hood. You see how they, you see how they do that because they know that they, they only depiction of 
of black people from white America is that we are underfunded, we're poor, we're criminals, and, and we need a white savior. That that's what that's what they want to present to us. But you see, you know, we take all of that and we make it we make nothing out of something. And and that's what I love about mm-hmm. it. That's why that's why all we I always love about us is that we, we can be emotional, yes, we can be emotional. But you know what? We can always turn a, a bad situation into the best thing yet. Mm-hmm. Anything, you know. Um, but yeah, let, let's 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 move on. Uh, so, this is a, this is a great topic I want to talk about. Let's let's dissect the you know the effects of social media regarding black people. Um, you know, uh, I want your input. I'm gonna give some input. You know, I feel like what are the what are the pros and cons of, of social media? Um, but first, start off with the with the pros, though. Uh, for sure, the pros is, um, I would say, uh, finding a community. Uh, social media has uh, allowed a lot more minorities to get a bigger voice, um, for sure. Uh, and also mm-hmm. being able to, like, uh, bridge a gap easily, you know. Uh, right. A lot of people... Uh, before that couldn't communicate, that felt alienated, can now have, you know, be a group of people. But the con of that is a bubble that gets created around, you know, one type of thinking. You don't have that diversity. So, for example, Mm -hmm. white supremacy will be in their bubble, and now they'll stay in that bubble versus trying to break out and be forced into uh, diversity, which normally happens by living your life in the community, you know, Mm. and not being on your cell phone. I think uh, I think our people our age that grew up like prior to cell phones, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then grew into it. Uh, I think we're gonna definitely be better at uh, creating an environment with and without uh, cell phones uh, than previous generations and future generations. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, you know. I think, yeah, one of the pros is that, you know, black people can, you know, we can connect and, and, and educate ourselves and people outside of our culture about us. Um, you know, you know, black people networking through businesses and, you know, finding each yeah, other. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That's a great, that's or, beautiful. You know, that's beautiful. That's, yeah, that's a pretty, I like that, you know. And and I think one, one big, you know, pro of it is that, um Black people can see themselves, you know what I'm saying? They can see what they look like, but not, you know, outside of them, mm-hmm. you know, because there's black people everywhere, you know, Egypt, uh, Egypt, you know, uh, Haiti, UK, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's black people everywhere and black people don't even know that. But so, you know, for them to see that, I think that's good. And it explodes. And, it, and well, like you said, like you said, it exposes, you know, um, Black people to an audience so they can be heard. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a that's one of the, the the great things that uh that comes with being on social media, being black. You know, they call it black Twitter, but mm-hmm. you know, Twitter is black will make Twitter what Twitter is yeah. with the jokes, uh, the memes, and stuff. We make it what it is. If Jim and John and and, and Billy Joe ain't making Twitter pop, mm-hmm. it's Devontae, Keisha, <laughs> and Nikita. That's yeah, for sure, happen. for sure. Uh, you know, you know. Uh, this is a crazy fact. Like I only learned this like within like the last year or two. But uh, black people are only fourteen percent of America. Like I legit did not know that. I thought we were like fifty, forty percent, like maybe thirty, forty. Right. Like we are only fourteen percent 
of America. Mm-hmm. And we they make it seem like we're half and make it seem like we're a problem. It, I, I would say right. they make it do that on purpose, but uh, we right. have such a cultural impact with only 14% of our country. Uh, my, on the yeah, world. around the world. So on the speaking world. Speaking on that, yeah. my dad was like in the 80s. He was in the Navy. And I think he was like, he was somewhere in Southeast Asia. Uh, I think maybe in the Philippines or something. Uh, mm-hmm. But he said his friend was outside about to get his like ass beat and shit, right? He don't know what happened, but his, his friend about to get his ass beat. So he goes out there and they're both in the military and they see a bunch of uh, Fili- uh, Filipino people, I think. And uh, he, mm-hmm. they're about to beat his ass and they're like, yo, nigga, back up. Like, they said that to my dad. Like, this nigga keeps fucking playing with us. And, I, and my dad's like, first off thinking, like, are they black? Like, he's confused. And then he's just realized, mm-hmm. like, our culture is just expanding like that. And uh, right. I, I went to the Middle East one time, and I was just walking by. Uh, I was on, a uh, like, a walkway. I was walking by, and some uh, guy just did some crazy stuff on the car, drove by. And a guy walking by me was like, man, fucking Pakistanis. And I was like, oh, shit. He's like, he kind of sounds American. <laughs> so I went and talked to him. I was like, yo, bro, like, are you from America or something? He was like... He's like, nah, man. I just, I, my dad put me in front of the TV and I just watch BET all the time. I was like, yo, what? Oh, oh man. I was hey, like, yo, what? Tell me, you man. Real life experiences, man. This is, it will, it will tell you truth has has no bias. Yeah, that shit's crazy, bro. Like our impact's big, that's for sure. Um, so so what is the you know what are your what are the cons to to the uh, social media? Regarding black people. Well, uh, I would say just that bubble. Um, sometimes I think uh, black people can be very discriminatory against white people, and I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's beneficial. We for sure have to build each other up as a black community, a hundred percent. But we have mm-hmm. to have allies in all aspects of the world, and allies we need to be diverse and understanding of all perspectives. That's why the black rights, even though a lot of the black community would not agree with this. Uh, the Black Rights Bill was used as a supporter for the LGBT community in the Supreme right, Court. Well. That's because if you help Black rights, you are helping the rest. And a lot of people may not agree with that, but it's true. And so yeah. uh, we need allies. We need to be in that bubble. Uh, I honestly say most white people, uh, unconsciously, 90% of white people aren't racist. Uh, now, subconsciously, and then what they do in acts of racism, now that could be a majority. That's for sure a majority. But most white people, I don't agree with that want to see oppression of black people. But I think there's a, I think there's a, a um, group of people uh, that are pushing for it to seem like most white people are like that, and that's going to cause division. I don't think that's healthy, and I think that's gonna that ex- explodes. And um, sorry, there's fireworks happening in the background. Scared me for a second. No, he's good. Uh, yeah, but uh, the the effects of it and on Twitter, that's gonna. I think that's that's not beneficiary. But uh, I think that'll go away. I think uh, it's all through a timeline. I think we fluctuate in our community and all communities uh, when we're loving and hateful uh, and all that. And I think also uh, the timeline normally, you know, comes around in a certain time period where things can happen, like these protests right now that are happening all around the world that that mm-hmm. is a perfect timing type of thing there's things that are lying on life where you gotta that's when you hit it and this is the time yeah. where protests can't stop 
my friends are, I've been going with my friends to protest. They have been going every single day. I've been seeing people fight, fight the good fight. And we need to keep it up and keep working, you know, because uh, this is an important mm-hmm. time. Uh, I promise you, yeah. none of this will happen while a Democratic president's up there because Democratic presidents are very bland and very, uh, you know, you grew up during Obama times. You know how peaceful that shit was. Right. And so, yeah. like, we had, like, only a Republican president can give a check to all of America and nobody complains. So this is the time to fight back and cha- have actual change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I agree. Um, you know, the, the, the cons I, I see of social media is, you know, things can be taken as, as hate and envy, you know, regarding, um, you know, this is from a more of a social aspect, of a psychological aspect more so. Um, you know, some people feel that, black people feel that, you know, uh, celebrities in their position, it creates this idea that if they don't have the same materialistic things, you know, they're, they're failing, they're not successful. And, you know, that, you know, we know that's not mm-hmm. true. Um, you know, and, and it's always a double effect to things. You know, the effect of that, you know, of not feeling success, successful is the, is like the cliche narrative of, you know, the black people crabs and uh, in the in the barrel uh, syndrome, you know that's what they call it. Um, I mean, I don't believe black people are are, are inherently haters. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I think we had a, a problem with projecting our insecurities on others. I think that's the real problem. Um, you know, a, another con, you know, of social media is just the ability to facilitate and. Um, to create and facilitate the negative stereotypes of black people. Uh, you know, for example, you know, we'd always be on Twitter. So, you know, the, 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 the typical, the hood nigga identity, you know, mm-hmm. that's one of the big ones, you know? And so basically if a brother has tattoos, um, you know, fronts operates criminally and he always got an attitude, uh, you know, and he live on the wrong side of the tracks as a hood nigga. You know, I, I disagree with that. Um, you know, I, I believe it. He can just be a normal guy, you know, that that has, you know, a fronts and he, you know, he went to jail a couple of times and he has tattoos and gotten into some trouble and still be a regular guy, you know. Um, right. He is, he you is. Know, right. You know, such as I, I. I grew up in, you know, in, in the hood of Baltimore and I promise you, I don't have any tattoos. I don't have any fronts. Um, I, I am an angry motherfucker sometimes and I've <laughs> never been to jail. So it, it can happen. Um you know, and I think that fetishization, you know, it, it it hurts the ego of of black men and who we're supposed to be. And they, and bro, they be doing that in the courts too. It's reinforced by the system, right? Right. If you, for example, whenever I go to court, they're a lot more lenient towards me mm-hmm. than, for example, if uh, you know, Waquel, uh, one of my boys, Waquel, he's a big like six, he's six foot two. He doesn't, mm-hmm. he has a couple of tattoos, but. He's not, you know, he's the friendliest guy I know. Mm-hmm. He go to a court with the probably the exact same situation as me. I guarantee you they're gonna give him a harsher sentence than me, mm-hmm. like whatever yeah, it is, because and that's just you know an idea perpetuated by the system and reinforced. Right. Um. Yeah, I I I do believe it's messed it. up. And I I think you know, 
you know, I, I'm, I'm not a, you know, a, a psychologist, but I think it's a, it's a link to why, you know, brothers who was born in poverty, they believe, you know, they, they won't be nothing unless they, you know, they, uh, they yeah, trap, it, yeah. dribble a ball or they rap, you know, the, the mindset is very, that mindset is very limiting, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, you know, to the growth and development of a, of being a black male, um, you know, from a personal standpoint, I had this mindset growing up, you know, in uh, in Baltimore City. You know, when I was around like the age of ten, till I was around the age of ten, you know. Um, but I understood, you know, that black, you know, black boys grow up not seeing doctors, teachers, or leaders in their, you know, in 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 their image. So you know, they give up any idea or hope to become any of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. You know, one one of my psychology teachers, my freshman year, she told me, she said, uh, Anthony, um, you know, you only know what you see. So if I see somebody trapping, you know, making it out the hood, uh, you know, uh, mm. dribbling the ball, rapping, you know, what do you expect? You, mm. you know, it's a reason why, you know, there's there's school, you know, because mm. you have to you learn and you learn methodically. You don't mm. just learn everything in one, you know, one year, it's been, it's been, you know, it's been facilitated to you. Um, you know, so do you, do you think that uh, HBCUs aren't doing enough work? Cause Baltimore has a lot of HBCUs around it as Morgan state and I, Compton. I, I don't, and... but see, that's the thing. I don't think that it should start. We should be worrying about the HBCUs. I think we should be worrying about the actual schools. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the, the schools. It's just you need to start young. You need to mm-hmm. start at first because I was thinking about this shit at eight or nine. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure everybody else is thinking about this at eight or nine. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I, I, you know, you have to start. You have to start. You know, at like I say, like yeah, pre. Let's say pre K. Let's say pre K. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, you know, but and, and I would say that America does make sure that everybody sees. Black males as criminals, um, you know, but we have to have a conscious discussion with ourselves and understand what are we really portraying, you know, whether it's the rappers, whether it's the people on Twitter, what are you really saying to the audience of the black youth? What are you really portraying? You know, because trapping and, you know, that's a funny, it's a fun topic to, you know, to rap about and to listen to, but, you know, let's be realistic. Who has it really helped? It helped people who are rapping about it, you know, but it's mm-hmm. not helping the community. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I think, you know, the next con, I, I think the most damaging perception is of a black woman. I mean, mm-hmm. this is, this is one of the, this is one of the worst ones. Um, you know, the black woman who, you know, speaks her mind, cares for everyone, gives up time and self just to receive nothing but peace, you know, mm-hmm. that black woman, you know, you know, mm-hmm. of course not every black woman holds those, those virtues, but I like to believe everyone possesses them deep down inside, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, however, the the depiction we see on social media, you know, in a life portrays black women in in the most negative light possible, whether it's, you know, how bitter or how angry they are, or or even policing what they wear, you know, like their hair, you know, clothes and stuff Mm -hmm. that um, white media has, I mean, white America has this, obsession with, with the black woman they they love how they talk the way they dress and and mainly that mannerism it, it, it's a it's a big reason why you know the, this age of plastic surgery is popular i believe um you know um 
women outside of our, our culture, outside of the black culture, fiend, they fiend to attain these unrealistic bodies because black women are the blueprint. I, I mm-hmm. believe that wholeheartedly. Um, I've said before that, you know, truth has no bias. It needs no debate because, you know, time reveals mm-hmm. all, as you as you see that, you know, 50 years ago, they you look at, like, like I said, this, it's a blueprint on everything. Look at the movies now versus the movies 50 years ago. Look what a white woman looks looks like then. It looks look what a white woman looks like now. You know, um, mm-hmm. it says it all. White women did not want to have big thighs and hips and stuff. Now everybody wants to be caked up on a Thursday. <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's a blueprint. Like I said, and some most people aren't this conscious to understand this, but, you know, I picked this up growing up. Like, you know, just look at the times. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, the truth reveals itself you just got to be able and and to be able to you know understand and perceive things as as not what they look like you know what i'm saying you have to see if it is a different you know a different ulterior motive you know behind everything and there is you know um they they, they they're keen on forcing these these unrealistic bodies you know that even black some black women don't even have big ass super big asses that's ridiculous mm-hmm. you know um <laughs> But I, I think that's that's the, ridiculous. <laughs> it's I mean I love I love black women. You know I, mm-hmm. I love every skinny big. It doesn't matter if you're fat, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're super dark. It doesn't matter if you're super light. It doesn't matter. You're you know you're a black woman. You know we, and we need to learn to appreciate black women for who they are. Black as black men, and black women need to appreciate each other. Even if your girl next to you got a fat ass, it's okay. You're not her. It's <laughs> all right. It's okay. We still love you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're going to, this is the, uh, you know, we're going to have this, this, this final note um, about all this, you know, this information. Um, so I got to ask you a few questions. Uh, you know, with all this, this information being put on the internet, how do you think it, you know, influences us to think? Um, I think it's important to, uh, to have a informed base, you know, uh, of critical thinkers, uh, mm-hmm. that, uh, this is usually, uh, formed through education, uh, in various ways. And, uh, I think that's important because once you have that down and, you know, the information you look at, you yourself will be able to digest and, you know, fix upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, it's, I think a lot of times we look at a bandaid solution versus, uh, the actual root problem uh for example guns in america Mm -hmm. uh i feel like you know with the whole guns like i understand you know making it a little bit harder to have access to a gun for a kid to have access to a gun but uh obviously that'd be the best case scenario but uh to me what i see is why we have kids going to schools shooting up kids right when i was a kid i never thought about kidding anybody else like (laughs) i mean like that shit did not cross my mind like personally so mm-hmm. i think we need to have therapists we need to have uh actually well-paying and caring t- uh, professional teachers mm-hmm. and uh psychologists and other other uh availabilities that we give you know cops that we don't give to our children mm-hmm. so uh that that for for first and foremost need to happen and i think a lot of these issues when it comes to this fake news stuff and and the black community uh, not having black women voices being heard and things like that. I think a lot of those problems would be solved if 
uh, we fix early age problems. You know, back in the day, in the, um, like I'm pretty sure in the 60s and 70s, uh, they were doing calculus in middle school, like sixth grade. Yeah. Like so, um, kids aren't stupid. They they're on, they're only based off of the product of their environment. And that's us being lazy, and wow. and it's pushed. I think from you know a specific establishment for a specific purpose but we need to, as a community mm. uh work towards pushing back on things like that right you know um so uh definitely information we do got to be careful as of right now because i see a lot of people all the time on twitter comments that's you know twitter is you know uh the jury the executioner and right. it's, <laughs> it's all that so like you know um they need a. Uh, we need to be careful about what we do in the very moment. We need to. We need to take a step back sometimes. But you know, you can't control the mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. You know, I. I. I do. I do. I do agree with you on that. Um. You know, we. You know. Um. That. Uh. We. We do have. You know, obligation to. To. To do something with this. You know, this. Um. New age of. Of activism and and learning things on Twitter. You know, we learned a lot of things on Twitter that we didn't know, but and and it's mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Some Twitter it, University. I got a degree. Hey, I think we all we all babies. <laughs> I think we all got four point O's in it, you know. Um, That's it. it it the information is very is very pivotal, you know, for us. And I think that um they don't know what they're like White America, white supremacist people who are against black people—they don't know what Twitter does for us. Mm-hmm. They don't know that most of our, um, our our true information about us is being facilitated through Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, now you know not only Twitter, but uh, I I watch a lot of like late night comedy shows, and right. now that are now having Muslim, black Muslim, or Pakistani Muslims as talk show hosts, and uh, black people as well. Uh, that are uh, given for some for some reason giving us way more information than our actual news channels, which mm. is disgusting. I think uh, these late talk show hosts are putting actual informed information out there and Twitter, and you know sometimes Facebook if that's how sometimes people get it and Reddit and other forums. Mm. Uh, it's it's crazy to me that we have to even go to that link, which is cool to have as an availability as a backup, but initially it needs to come from our media yeah and it has to come from uh our education but you know those are the ways we can fight back because uh, the government has least control of that as of right now they just are working around it okay um hey, like i said I, I do agree with you man you hit everything on the nail um so do you do you believe that people learn knowledge just to just to disapprove someone's thoughts and feelings. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. There's some uh, crazy people out there. So, yeah, I can see that. Uh, there's people of all types. I don't know. I've never done that. Have you? Listen, I, I've, honestly, <laughs> I, I've never been the type to, to really know. go out and, 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 and seek knowledge to, you know, use against somebody. I usually use it for my you know, for myself to be informed mm. and then inform others. I don't hold it against anybody if they don't know it, but I just like to educate people and, and I won't do, I won't force it on you, but I feel that mm. some people do, they learn stuff, you know, and just, and hold it against you if you don't know it. 
and they hold it. And, and sometimes you may say something or, or feel a certain way about, about, a, about a certain thing and somebody bring up something, well, this is a fact that, you know, you know, however, whatever. But, you know, this is just goes, goes back to the emotional, you know, intelligence that us black people have. Um, you know, knowledge is power, but, you know, emotion is going to, it's going to, it's going to, you know, it's I think, to, I, to, to, to I think emotion is part of that knowledge though. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, you know, when it comes to, uh, like I said, uh, all the prophets of science, you know, the whole second part of that, uh, of that knowledge is the trust in them that they're right. right Cause they could be wrong. Mm-hmm. And so knowledge is one side of emotion. Emotion is that, that's a, a knowledge in itself. That's an intelligence. So you can't have one without the other. So as a community, we excel in emotional intelligence mm-hmm. for sure. But we also need that uh, knowledge. We uh, need that right. firepower to uh, be able to work with everything and do better. You know, as a community, that's what uh, I really, I really hope for us, which I think we are working towards. And I, and I see a lot of, uh, I love seeing HBCU graduates. I love seeing black people getting in more positions of uh, leadership and around the world. Uh, mm-hmm. Bowie's a great example of a black community rising. Uh, Baltimore, there's a lot of black communities rising as well in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, uh, as J. Cole said, that Obama said, you know, change is slow, always will be, you know. Yeah. So, but we got to actively work towards it and take advantage of moments, you know, like right now, I think it is an important time. Like this conversation with you right now, if Trump wasn't some of the, like wasn't such a dummy, I don't think I'd probably be having this conversation with you right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, we gotta take advantage of uh, when things align. Right. Uh, I, I do agree with you. This is a this is a pivotal time, and I and I've always, like I said, I had this made last year, and I was making you know videos and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm just I, I, this isn't I didn't do this because I wanted to you know, be interesting or be seen as interesting. I, I have a lot of things to say. I think about a lot, you know, and I'm leaving my footnote, you know, in mm-hmm. history. It, it doesn't matter how many, it can be 40 people that, 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 um, you know, hear this or, you know, or agree with me. Just, it doesn't matter to me. It's just there to, it's there for people to reach out and grab. This is the knowledge, you know, that we're, that other black people possess. This is part of that, mm-hmm. you know, social media. You, you can grasp on to something that I, I've said, you know, maybe it can motivate you. Maybe, it, you know, it can't, you know, but mm-hmm. I think the main thing is for you to me to leave this note for you to do whatever you please with it, you know, and, um, and, and that's what, that's what I wanted. That's what I want to do. I always been feeling a certain way about, you know, talking to people because I feel like a lot of people don't understand, you know, who I am, but they, you know, like I said, I've grown and mature from who I used to be. So mm-hmm. people who yes. know me in the past, they listen to this and say, you know what, man, I didn't know Anthony was this. I didn't know he felt this way. I felt this way because, you know, I've uh I've been places, I've done things, and I've I gradually tried to to find, you know, the understanding of the things that that I've done and the things that it has, you know, it affected me in life. And mm-hmm. now what I'm doing is that I'm establishing this you know, an integral force, you know, of, of, of blackness is of, and of accountability, I mean, accountability and response, responsibility, you know, to my community and to myself and, you know, mm. hold others accountable around me, whether I don't like them or not, you know, um, you know, and I always defend, you know, 
I would say, you know, people say the victim, I guess, I always defend the, the person, you know, in the, in the position, you know, of, of, of sorry, the the person that's not in power in the position mm-hmm. of power to defend mm-hmm. itself, you know, whether they're wrong or they're not, you know, there's still some, you know, some Truth type of, it. yeah, some caring and some guidance to it, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. there's still guidance to everything. Um, So, you know, with that, you know, like you said before, you don't know people's, you know, journey, their spiritual journey. And I, I'm not really a, a spiritual person, but I care about people that's here with me now and the people that's growing up with me now and people that I don't know that's growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, these I see these little black kids run around, you know, um, and I, I, I just think I sit there and look at them. I think about what do they think about right now? You know, are they thinking mm-hmm. about what I used to think about? And I don't think they are, but. You know, I, they looking, might be. They might be. Yeah. They might be. Yeah. But you know, I, I was a young. I was a. I was a wild buck. You know, and, <laughs> and I was crazy. But I always think like, you know, what is what's affecting them? Are they going to, you know, are they experiencing trauma? Is you know, is somebody abusing mm-hmm. them mentally, physically? You know, and I always think about that. And I, you know, and I, I want to reach out and help them, but I, I, I have to pull back and understand mm-hmm. that, you know, I can't. You know, affect, I can't affect them like that. Yeah, I can't do that. But you know, hopefully, getting all, getting this message out, people who you know, like you said, everything trickles down. Somebody who hear this may you know get the courage to speak out and say, you know, this was wrong. I'm holding you accountable for this. You know, et cetera, et cetera. I'm hoping that you know this this it pushes the black movement further than just against white people. It's against um, black people who are bad, black people who have mm. damaged. You know, families, homes, communities who who've damaged, who traumatized kids, whether it's molestation, you know, mm-hmm. you know, trauma, beating kids, beating beating the mother, being a bad father, being a bad mother, you know, drug abuse. This is this is this isn't just about black people versus white people. You know what I'm saying? This is about the entirety of the black community. This is mm-hmm. the pros, the cons, the goods, the bads, mm-hmm. the have and the have nots. This is this is what this is. Is for you know, um, and you you got a uh, you definitely got a good voice, uh, to be you know, you got your voice is being heard, and uh, I'll definitely keep listening. This is uh, thank you. Um, this this is the last, this is the last question that we can you know get this get this over because we have about five minutes left, um, you know, cut off. Um, what's the biggest takeaway black people can gain from this new age, um, of social media regarding the community? Uh, definitely, definitely, uh, bridging the gap. Uh, we didn't have as many outlets before, but, uh, you know, in Fresh Prince, I'm, I'm rewatching Fresh Prince right now. And man, all the issues they're talking about back, like back in the nineties, same thing now. And it's mm. so funny and they do it in a good way. And it's still, you know, that art that they created in the nineties at black art is transcendent now. And, right. uh, we, we have more avenues now and I want, I'm excited to see what, what you know our community does and builds mm, yes um you know I, I think i think the biggest thing well, i think we can take away um from each other's experience I, I think that uh you know we 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 need to understand that being black doesn't have just one look um mm-hmm. you know our experiences it's it individually it shapes who we are you know our experiences need to be heard and i feel like mainly because it needs to ensure each other that you know there's there's somebody that who feels what you feel 
mm-hmm. you know, whether you believe it or not, somebody feels what you feel. Some somebody has some type of comparison of of, of trauma or guilt or or grief, you know, mm-hmm. that you can relate to. And um, and and even if you don't, you know, heal from your trauma, at least you know, you know, there's somebody you can heal with together. And uh, I think uh, I think most white people and almost all like you know all black people and all white I think everybody knows exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's many people that are. There might be a few that are ignorant and don't see it. There might be mm-hmm. a few, but I think most know what's happening. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, everybody picks and chooses what they what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, for sure, uh, listening to you, uh, I want to hear some more from you and your guest. Uh, hopefully, okay. have some black women and others in here. Of course, of course, yeah. nothing but the best. Nothing yeah. but the best. Because all all the voices should be heard, and uh, all you're definitely given a good platform. Uh, right. I, I, you I, had listen. some good questions too, bro. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Some thinkers there. Yeah. Got to. Um, you know, I might, I might add every ass on this. You know, I you know think, that would be. I, I, you I know, that sounds it. crazy. That sounds crazy, but you I know. know. You might, but you, you got to get that some... perspective. Yeah, you yeah. got to get that in there just to see, let the people see how he's thinking. You know, I want to know how he's thinking. Like, I, people always ask me, um, you know, why do you respond to? Him? I said, well, because you know he's a brother. <laughs> yeah, I be wondering that too sometimes. Yeah. I, I, Listen, but but see, I know how it feels not to be heard, you know, and not yeah, to be, true, you know, yeah. so, so see, that's okay, part okay, of the empathizing. Okay, okay. He does, I don't Damn. think he understands that. He don't understand empathy the way I do, or how yeah. you're supposed to understand it. But even if he doesn't, I hope that he, he can grasp that from this conversation or just me, you know, entertaining, quotation, entertaining him. But, you know, I feel that, you know, he has some good stuff he says, but I think that he needs a little bit of guidance, you know, Mm-hmm. As I do, I know I take some things, you know, differently and I, I could say things a little bit better. But um, at the end of the day, you know, I, I respect him as, as, as a black man. Mm-hmm. You're know, smart, I, too. You can't yeah. deny that man's I mean, smart. He, he, he reads a lot. You know, I, yeah. I, I respect <laughs> that. He, he, knows me, he knows what he's talking about. But I don't think that he knows the situations of people. Yeah. I don't think he knows all life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude. I don't think he knows that. I don't think everybody does. I don't even know that. So, yeah. you know, I can't comment on everything. You know, I, I learned to leave some things alone and, and let me let me disassociate from that situation and come back with some with some with some greater knowledge that I can really input instead of just talking about shit. Um, but, yeah, I, I do respect the brother. Um, you know, I wish nothing but the best for him. I just want to want him to be more empathetic towards black people. And, and that's all. Um but yeah, uh, you know that's 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 about all the time we have tonight, man. I, I thank you for for joining us. I mean, we're joining. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. The black issue, you know, you know, your brother too. Sure. Uh, you know, love you, peace be on to you, man. And uh, you too, bro. I'm gonna keep listening. This is, uh, you had some good questions. I hope you have Everett on here. I'm definitely gonna take a listen. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, brother. All right, man. Be safe. Uh right, you too. Yeah.